Your industry is unique. It faces its own challenges and risks that set it apart. That means choosing just any insurance company just won't cut it. At The Hartford, we take pride in knowing the ins and outs of your industry and help provide solutions that suit how you do business, from liability and property insurance to workers' comp and more. At The Hartford, we don't just talk about specialization, we live it. Learn how The Hartford can help your business at thehartford.com. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. You know, they say you can't fight the law and win, but it seems like that's exactly what a group of angry gun-toting ranchers just did. Today on Parse Per Billion, why the folks who held an armed standoff against federal authorities may end up getting exactly what they wanted all along. Hello and welcome back once again to Parse Per Billion, the podcast from Bloomberg Environment. I'm your host, David Schultz. And if you're listening to this on the day the episode comes out, today is my birthday. So today's episode is about ranching in the West. And you can't talk about Western ranching nowadays without talking about the Bundy standoffs. Don't remember those? Here's a little refresher. The leader of a four-week armed takeover of a federal wildlife refuge in Oregon. Bundy and his supporters were in the midst of a heated clash with the feds. Rancher Cliven Bundy says the land that I'm standing on right now has been in his family for generations. We haven't lost this battle. We're just barely beginning. He's been repeatedly fined for grazing his cattle on public land. The Bureau of Land Management, or BLM, says Bundy's unpaid land use fees total over a million dollars. So those confrontations between ranchers and federal officials took place around five years or so ago, with the ranchers ultimately not really achieving their main goal of changing the way grazing rights are enforced. Or, so we thought... Flash forward to now, and the Bureau of Land Management is run by someone who is very sympathetic to the ranchers' demands. And under this new management, the Bureau is looking into redoing some key grazing rules and essentially giving the heavily armed ranchers most of what they wanted. Bloomberg Environment's Bobby McGill has been tracking this, and he recently got back from Elko, Nevada, to see for himself how this move could affect the environment. Bobby, how are you? I'm doing well. Bobby, before we get into what's happening right now, Let's talk about the Bundy standoff, or really standoffs, because there were several of them. First off, who are the Bundys, and more importantly, what were the standoffs all about? Yeah, so the Bundys, uh, led by rancher Cliven Bundy, they were they they are a ranching family. Bundy has his grazing allotment near Bunkerville, Nevada, northeast of Vegas, uh, right on the Utah line. But in 1993, the BLM started to enforce a. Um, uh, a tortoise conservation area, a desert tortoise conservation area there. Okay. And um, he decided to run his cattle on the grazing allotment anyway. Uh-oh. And so this, and guy, so, this guy's not a, not a big tortoise fan, I guess. No. So he got he got away with it for a long time. And the issue here is that he believes and his, and his supporters believe that the federal government really doesn't have any authority over federal land in that area. He believes that that land should belong to the state um, or local governments. So he didn't pay his grazing fees. Um, he resisted federal efforts to round up his cattle and get them off the land where they were grazing illegally. 
and that led to a 2014 armed standoff in Bunkerville, Nevada. So keep in mind, you know, he's 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 this anti-government guy and he thinks the state should take over the land. But the courts have repeatedly rejected his claim that the government doesn't have any right to this land. Charges were filed against him, but the 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 charges were dismissed. And then, you know, this anti-government sentiment led to the Malheur standoff. Right. So this was the second one in 2016. That was in Oregon. That's right. So that was in 2014 and 2016. Of course, that was under a different presidential administration. The Bureau of Land Management is now under new management, and it sounds like they're moving in a much different direction, a much more Bundy-friendly direction. What is going on, and what is this latest proposal? Right. So the Bundy situation and you know this anti-government sentiment are sort of an offshoot of the Sagebrush Rebellion, which That's rated, the, sage, the Sagebrush Rebellion. The Sagebrush Rebellion, in which was this and continues to be this movement that started in the 70s after the federal government basically decided that all this BLM land that was out there because nobody else wanted it in the first place um, would remain public. So um, when tr- Trump came into office, the, the Interior Department appointed William Perry Penley. Uh, William who's, Perry Penley. Right. Whose who's Twitter handle is Sagebrush Rebel. Um, and, as, and actually, people who have listened to Parts Rebellion before will uh, remember him. Uh, we dedicated a whole episode to his... Uh, views right after he was uh, appointed. So BLM is under under Penley's control, and Penley has written very romantically about the Sagebrush Rebellion and very sympathetically to the Bundy cause. In the meantime, the Trump administration and Trump himself, uh, they uh, he pardoned two of the Malheur ranchers, and so there's there's a lot of symp- there, there's a lot of evident sympathy from the Trump administration to these to these guys who were anti-public lands. So what's going on right now is uh, the Trump administration and the, through the Bureau, Bureau of Land Management is updating the grazing regulations that were last updated in 1995. And we should we should say these gra- grazing regulations essentially control where cows can graze, where they can't, what, where, how long, what times of year. Right? I mean, is, is that this? Yeah. This so is like a, really comprehensive. So the grazing regulations are a big deal because they affect how land is managed across an area of. 154 million acres in, in 14 states. And that is the land area of Montana and California combined. That's un- unreal. I mean, this is like, it's hard to even get your head around how much land this these regulations affect. And so just to give you an idea of what sort of impact grazing has on that land, if the land is grazed too heavily um, and has effects on endangered species, you know, the other impacts is that grazing affects soil erosion. There are some parts of the Southwest where, you know, especially in Southern Utah, where Areas that are overgrazed see a lot of the soil just blown off the surface of the land, and that has that's a big deal because it it catches the wind and it ends up being blown onto high mountain snow snowpack in southern Colorado, and that affects the the water supply for people who rely on on stream water from the mountains. So it's interesting because what happens is when the dust blows onto the mountain snowpack, it darkens the snowpack, which means it holds more heat, mm. which means it melts faster and it affects stream flow. It also affects wildfire. The more cows you have on, a, on an area, the more it, the, the land is disturbed, which means that cheatgrass and other invasive species come in and they sort of spread throughout the area and it becomes, and cheatgrass and these invasives are very, very flammable. Yeah. All right, we're gonna take a quick break right now, but when we come back, we're gonna talk about what the situation looks like on the ground and also, We're going to talk about whether or not uh, these new regulations mean that the Bundys and their ilk actually won. 
Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Your industry is unique. It faces its own challenges and risks that set it apart. That means choosing just any insurance company just won't cut it. You need a company with extensive experience in specialized insurance. At The Hartford, we take pride in knowing the ins and outs of your industry and helping provide coverage that suits your needs. The Hartford offers insurance solutions that help mid to large sized businesses like yours effectively manage risk from liability and property insurance to workers' comp and more. With extensive experience in underwriting, risk engineering services, and claims, the Hartford goes beyond the expected to deliver innovative, customizable solutions and service that your industry, that your business demands. At the Hartford, we don't just talk about specialization, we live it. Learn how the Hartford can help your business at thehartford.com. All right, we're back and we're talking with Bloomberg Environment's Bobby McGill about new grazing regulations in the western part of the United States. And uh, we just got done talking about some of the environmental impacts that overgrazing can have. But you were actually out in northern Nevada just recently and you saw this uh, with your own two eyes. Uh, What did that look like? It sounds like you went to some areas that were really, really badly overgrazed. So let me give you an idea as to what this area is. I mean, this is one of the most remote parts of the lower 48. Um, Some of these... Broad valleys are 100 miles long, and there aren't many people there at all. You might have a ranch or two. It's all federal land. Depending on the valley, because every valley is a little bit different, um, you'll see a valley that's covered entirely with invasive species. Um, There was this one federal employee who took me around, uh, who I can't name because of fear of retaliation. They said that that this valley was essentially ecologically bereft. What that means is that the the area had been grazed so heavily that, um, you know, the native species didn't, their habitat has essentially been lost to some degree. But there are other places that haven't been so heavily grazed. And it's 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 a dramatic place. And, uh, you know, um, in areas that have been really beaten down, I mean, it, it looks like it's just like someone... I mean, it just looks like bare dirt. So that's, I guess, what's at stake here is, is you know, whether the grazing regulations will get tighter or looser, uh, depending on what the Trump administration does, that, it, you know, we could see uh, more of those areas, I guess, in the West or less. But, of course, there's, you know, if the grazing regulations do get tighter, there are uh, winners and losers there. And the losers would be the ranchers uh, who have less opportunity to, to graze their cows and, and sheep. Um you know, what What do they say? Well, to keep in mind that not any one particular use um, has ultimate domain on that area. So the federal government has to keep a lot of other things in mind. And so what ranchers want is more flexibility to graze when they see fit. And every, every rancher has to have a permit to graze their cattle there. And... Um, they essentially want to, you know, this year's been a warm winter. They want to, they 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 want to run their cattle out there now, but their permit doesn't allow that. And to change their permit, they have to go through a National Environmental Policy Act process that oh, requires boy. public input. And it takes a while. For loyal listeners of Parts for Billion, you all know that can take years and tons of paperwork. So I don't know that it would take years in this particular case, but it Maybe would take longer long than the ranchers want. Right. And so. 
the Trump administration wants to give them more control over how and to the degree um, this these grazing allotments are used for for cattle grazing. So, all right, kind of putting a bow on everything, you know, let's take a step back. Is it fair to say that the the Bundy crew, um, you know, the people who held these really dramatic armed, again, heavily armed standoffs on federal land, would it be fair to say that they won essentially because you know with these changing with these changes in regulations, they're sort of getting most of what they want, or is that an oversimplification or a, or a well, I'd say it's too soon to say in part because the details of these regulations are not out yet. Um, the administration has said that they intend to do this in in certain broad ways, but the specifics aren't available. Um, what I can say is that. It appears that they are getting a lot of what they want. The intent and the the language of the proposal certainly seems to give the ranchers a lot of what they want, but it's not, you know, it's just not finalized yet. All right. That was Bloomberg's Bobby McGill talking about grazing in the Bureau of Land Management. We have much more about this on our website, news.bloombergenvironment.com. If you want to chat with us on social media, use the hashtag parts per B. That hashtag, once again, is parts per B. Also, just a heads up, we're going to be releasing episodes weekly now, every week on Wednesday. So Wednesday is now Parts Per Billion Day. Check that out. Today's episode of Parts Per Billion was produced by myself, along with Marissa Horn and Josh Block. Parts Per Billion was created by Jessica Coombs and Rachel Daigle. The music for this episode is A Message by Jazar and Western Sky by Christian Michael Lancry. They were used under Creative Commons license, and thank you for listening. Hey there, I'm Kyle Trigstad, politics editor for Bloomberg Government. And I'm Greg Giroux, senior elections reporter for Bloomberg Government. Check out our podcast, Down Ballot Counts. Each week, Greg and I will be breaking down all of those down ballot elections that make up the fight for the U.S. Congress. Listen and subscribe to Down Ballot Counts from Bloomberg Government wherever you get your podcasts. Your industry is unique. It faces its own challenges and risks that set it apart. That means choosing just any insurance company just won't cut it. At The Hartford, we take pride in knowing the ins and outs of your industry and help provide solutions that suit how you do business, from liability and property insurance to workers' comp and more. At The Hartford, we don't just talk about specialization, we live it. Learn how The Hartford can help your business at thehartford.com. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.